0: Bank of Canada this morning announced that uh, the interest rate in our country is going to 1.5%. It is the second straight increase of a half a percentage point. Same thing happened last month. 50-point move. This was not a surprise. Not in the least. We've known this is going to happen for literally weeks and months now. And there's probably going to be more, but uh, it's not a surprise, but here it is. It's arrived. Uh, This is, in fact, the third time this year that uh, the central bank has raised interest rates from near zero, which they were at for so very, very long. But why? It's a response to inflation. That's how monetary policy works. So to get some details on um, how this is meant to work and you know, what, what we can expect in the future and what we need to see in order to say, okay, we're getting a handle on things. We're going to chat now with Steve Ambler, who is a professor of economics at the University of Quebec in Montreal and the David Dodge Chair in Monetary Policy at the C.D. Howe Institute. Mr. Ambler, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Uh, pleasure to be with you. So again, this half-point hike today, I mean, we've known about this for a long, long time. This was fully anticipated. It shouldn't be a shock to anybody. It shouldn't be a shock to markets. This was expected.
1: Yeah, markets uh, completely anticipated this, as did most pundits. I I think there was some, a little bit of speculation that the bank might have even gone to seventy-five. Right. uh, uh, They stuck with fifty. But uh, as you said in your introduction, it's uh, it's not going to end here.
0: That's the thing. I'm wondering, um, what do you anticipate personally in terms of hikes? Uh, You know, July. Would you expect to see more? And will this continue for the foreseeable future?
1: Um, i would not be surprised to see another fifty in july to be honest um, if you look at what's been happening to inflation uh... since the end of twenty twenty one uh... you know the bank sort of missed an opportunity to start hiking in january and it's had there's been three announcements since and as you pointed out uh... two two fifty point hikes and one twenty five point hike uh, it, it's unprecedented because uh, you have to go back 20 years to, to find the bank hiking by, by 50 basis points. But inflation has moved up from 4.8% to 6.8%, which is a 2 percentage point increase. So actually inflation is going up more, has been going up more rapidly than the bank's been increasing its interest rate. And if you look at it in terms of what economists call real interest rates, which is the interest rate minus inflation, that means that uh, real interest rates are actually becoming more negative still uh, yep yeah. uh, well, I mean with the fifty you know, we'll wait and see what happens to inflation uh, in May right. those numbers come out in the about around the middle of the month uh, if it doesn 't go up much beyond six point eight then the fifty point uh, increase is going to start moving. Real interest rates up, but uh, as I yeah. say they 're strongly negative, which means that uh, if you borrow money today the, Im- the amount in terms of real goods and services that you 're going to have to pay back in the future is uh, going to be eroded by by that inflation
0: what do we need to see like you like i mean obviously this is the lever they're pulling to try and bring inflation in check and as you say it's anticipated that it's going to continue to go up yet again um what how long do you anticipate this taking and what 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 are you looking for in terms of how these two um numbers are working the interest rates and the inflation rate working hand in hand how does that that relationship work and what's the timeline
1: uh, that's a very good question. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sort of hoping and praying that uh, we're not going to go much above 6.8 percent in terms of inflation. The ban- that what was interesting in the bank's announcement is that they themselves are saying now that even in the short run, they're expecting inflation to increase a little bit more. Um, now, the the bank has what they call a neutral rate of interest, which is the interest rate that they would expect to be setting if inflation were at 2% and the economy were at full capacity now the bank says we're actually above full capacity right now and as we have just said uh, inflation is way above 2% which mm-hmm. is its target uh, so you would you would almost expect uh, in uh, the uh, bank's interest rate to be at neutral already and they estimate that to be between 2 and 3 okay so i mean another, another go. 50 uh, yeah another 50 Point increase in July will get us to the low end of that range. Interesting. Okay. Um, so I, I, you know, as I say, we haven't seen fifty-point hikes for twenty years until recently. But I would not be surprised to see at least two or three more in the next in the next uh, two or three announcements.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. Um, in terms of what the bank will be looking for. When it comes to the inflation rate, um, it, it, does it need to just start trending down, or is there a benchmark they have in mind where they can say, "Okay, what we've done is working here"? I mean, wh- how does that work?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if it's, if inflation does start trending down, there then they're going to that's going to allow the bank to be cautious before continuing to hike much further. I think housing markets are already cooling to some extent. Um, no, you know, it, if you if you're sitting, if you have a mortgage uh, which has a particular uh, value, overall value in nominal terms, over time the amount you're going to have to pay back in real terms is going to be going down. But in the short term, a lot of people are being squeezed. Um, it is if you're if you're looking if you have a variable rate mortgage or you're looking at uh, renewing a mortgage in the near future, your monthly payments are going to be be going up, uh, and that's going to filter through. I mean, if you're I think most most Canadians, I'm optimistic that can, can, can afford that because I think mortgages in Canada are, uh, you know, you have to put down a fairly high percentage down, and if you can't, they have to be insured, and I, I think people, uh, households will be able to afford the increases, but they might have to be able to do that. They might have to cut back and, uh, in other areas um, you know, where they can. Right. Obviously, uh, gas is a tough one, and food is another tough
0: yeah, one. Yeah, and there's but no getting around some of these things, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, in areas where uh, spending is more discretionary, you might see some some weakness, and that's the kind of thing which uh, you know the bank uh, is going to need to help get inflation under control. Because if uh, demand is weak in those areas, then uh, then prices are going to Uh, stop going up quite as quickly
0: um okay last one i'll let you go we've talked to some economists over the course of this inflationary period saying the way that this is going to end is with a recession and that's how it's happened before um how would that play out and is that something that you think could be the way that this ultimately comes to a conclusion
1: i'm hoping not uh you know as i I say if 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 inflation peaks pretty soon and then starts coming back down again then the bank is going to be able to uh be less aggressive, and as we as we said you know towards the beginning of the conversation, real interest rates are still yeah. pretty negative, uh, so as long as we don 't uh, see uh, the bank 's rates go much above say three and inflation is coming down, then uh, hopefully the the two will meet uh, as the the bank rate goes up, and as inflation comes down they 'll sort of cross before uh, interest rates get too high and uh, the economy suffers too much. So I think we're I think we're going to we're going to need to see uh, the economy growing s- more slowly, but hopefully that won't turn into a, a real recession where growth is negative for for a couple of quarters.
0: Um, okay, I lied. one so, more.
1: Cross our cross our fingers.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Bank of Canada doing what they can. We keep getting told by, uh, you know, Bank of Canada and government officials that this is really outside of Canada. This is an international issue that's going on right now when it comes to inflation. This is global. So how effective can the Bank of Canada really be or the government of Canada? Should they try anything? Or are we sort of dependent on conflict in Europe and the price of oil and all those things? I mean, is there only so much we can do?
1: Yeah, because a lot of this is uh, being driven by supply factors. So as you as you pointed out, uh, what's, what's happening in the Ukraine, I'm assuming that this is going to be, uh, I hope, good for some Alberta farmers because the demand for grain is yep. going to be strong. Uh, on the other hand, uh, I think, uh, from my understanding, is that fertilizer prices are going through the roof. A lot of that comes from from the ukraine so that's going to be a tough one for for farmers to figure out and you know other things other things have been beyond the bank's control i mean china is still uh, seems to be sticking with its uh... zero COVID policy and uh... the port of shanghai which i think is the busiest port in china is starting to open up again but it's it was shut down for uh, a good couple of months, which means that any kind of uh, either consumer goods or intermediate inputs that we import from China have just been stuck, which does not help things at all. No,
0: exactly, so, yeah. There, there, There's so many friction points and so many pressure points right now. Um, Steve, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us and walking through some of these numbers.